Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking a spindrift and I had some bubbles in my throat. That was awesome. I thought you forgot my name for a second. You're like, hi. <laughs> I, I was, I was uh, another She's word for burping. Burp. Yeah, I'm Burr. sorry. You. It's okay. It's all right. Um, they are bubbly and delicious. They are. I do love them. I'm having the uh, the sparkling one with the, with the uh, brewed tea. Yeah, you introduced me to those. I know. And now that's so the good. only spindrift I buy. Well, that's my favorite, guys. That's Hi, everybody. That's Hi, everyone. One. Welcome to Rom Crime. We missed you. How are you? Yes. How is everybody doing? Did is everybody really us? hot? Yeah, the I know. The world's on fire. This world is on and fire. figuratively, and it's yeah. hot. It's true. Ooh, Vanya, turn your sound off. <laughs> Nobody needs to know if you're getting a message. All those emails coming through. <laughs> I'm so important. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Av, yes. did you watch... Uh, Drag Race, All Stars, All Winners. Did we talk about we this? We talked about it, but I haven't watched oh, it. I, I got Discovery Plus. Oh, my God. Is Just, that what it's on? I don't remember, but okay. probably. Okay. Because there was I got yeah. that because somebody else. Oh, when we were on Dismembering Horror and yes. he was saying Trixie's Motel. Uh, it's so good. So I didn't realize how inexpensive it was, Discovery oh, Plus. Like did you $4. add it to your Prime? I didn't. I just got it separately. Oh, yeah. Because you, if it gets annoying, <laughs> hack for everybody out there. I did buy it separately as well. And then it just wasn't like the app wasn't giving me what I needed. So then I did it as like an add-on to Prime. Oh, all right. And it worked better for me. But good luck. Thank you. I look forward to exploring. I mean, I got it for Shark Week, let's be honest. But oh, also so because fun. of Trixie's Motel. Yeah, that's great. Um, guys, hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome, Rom Criminals. It's, to sh- it's Sweaty Balls outside. To Sweaty Balls podcast. <laughs> um, the list podcast. Right? That's true. We have ovaries. Yeah, we have zero balls between us. But um, protract, protract women right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was trying to say protect women's rights, yeah. but it came out very weird. I like to say protect women right. And that's also Protect true. women right? Or that's just, a weird or reading. Right. Yeah. Or do it right yeah. by giving us our rights. There you go. That's yeah. what we need. That's what we want. We mm-hmm. demand it. We will have it. Oh, yes, it will be ours. Yes. Yes, it will. It will. So, uh, Ab, what's, do you got any rom or crime for the week? Okay. What's, what's your week been like? My week has been pretty good, mm-hmm. um, except for... I'm going to skip the rom because I'm just going to share in your rom... My rom is the rom that you're telling about that you're giving it to me. Oh, That's I'm excited. The romance of my of my week because I can't wait and I can't oh believe God. that I haven't given yep. it to myself yet. Yep. 
It just sounds really it's dirty, but I, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't given it to myself. Bonnie's going to give it to me. You I'm know? so excited. So that's my rom. So here's the deal. We're headed to Mexico next week for my birthday. Yeah. I don't know if you've been watching the news. Oh. Um, but the cartel might be canceling our trip. No. Uh, we're not sure. We're monitoring <gasps> the situation. Oh, ever. I guess over the, uh, the weekend, they actually, like, issued an alert to all Americans in Tijuana, Rosarito, Ensenada. So like right where we're going. Oh no. To shelter in place because the cartel was basically put an open threat saying like between this day and we're this gonna, day we're going to anyone like, on the street. No, anyone on the street we're going to hurt. So <gasps> we don't want to they want people released from prison or something. Um, and so of course my poor husband he's like oh my. I mean we have no plan B. Yeah. <laughs> because you know we have a house down there and all that stuff. That yeah. was the plan. Um, it's apparently already started to get much better, but there were several like car fires and just acts of, you know, I don't think you were even allowed to cross the border that this past weekend. Like they weren't letting people go in. Oh my God. Uh, so we'll see. We're going to monitor the situation. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to be on Airbnb looking for right? well, San Diego that's, that's thing, place like, for you or something. Somewhere between here and San Diego. Uh, but it's quite a few people when you factor in everybody who was planning on coming. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see what happens. I laughed instead of cried about it because I was like, Good. you know what? All that's happening to me is that I might have to do something else with all these wonderful people I love coming Absolutely. down. It's not. I mean, literally, if you were all in a Motel 6 with yeah, a pool, you'd be we'd happy. We'd be fine. Yeah. So we'll work it out. I have a feeling no matter what happens that somehow we're, my family specifically is going to be like, no, we're not going to Mexico anymore, Everett. Oh. I'll be like, okay. But what if they say it's okay? They're going to say it's okay. Um, but it is apparently things have been like the thing that they put out. Sorry, this is long. I didn't mean no, to I'm, into it's detail. But it's Please a real crime situation us. that's happening. Yeah. They literally put out, I mean, not a press release because they're the cartel. I don't know how it works. But there was like <laughs> from Friday at 10 p.m. until Sunday at 3 a.m. These are the hours that we promised to do harm to anyone on the streets. We don't want to hurt any good people. So... If you're just like a regular ordinary person, don't go outside because we'll we'll hurt anyone we come across. Jesus. And I guess it's just to try to provoke the government into releasing the Mexican certain, government. Yeah, certain oh. certain members of the cartel from prison or something like that. Huh. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was just all I kept thinking was, <laughs> what if this had happened right before our wedding? Oh my god! <laughs> when all you know, when a hundred people were coming, right? Just for your birthday, less bad. Yeah, for Before my birthday, wedding. for my birthday with you know just just close immediate family coming to town. It's we'll have we have to do something else. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. But oh. I just could. I was I was laughing because I there's nothing you can do, and it also makes me realize how lucky I am. Like that's yeah. Like all that's happening to me while while this horrible stuff is going on is like a potentially canceled birthday trip, you know. So, but we don't want that. But I know. Oh my god! Also, gosh. I hope my I hope everyone in um, Baja California, the part of Mexico where this was going on this past weekend, I hope everybody was able to stay safe and stay inside. And I know that I just saw today that the police seem to have gotten like the violence under control. So, wow, that's what my a crime. freaking crazy! I know random thing happening. I know, and just crime man wow okay well i'm just gonna start off with the rom that you will you will get to do okay so back on mike mike and i mike and vanya cannot whatever one of mike's diggings was the beyonce renaissance album okay and i finally listened to it and how he told me he's like you need to like like put either put it in your headphones and like do like clean or or do a walk because it's about 60 minutes long. Okay. And I ended up doing, I ended up cleaning. I freaking love this album so much. Okay. Avrin, I think you will love it. And a lot of it is like, um, 
you know, it's, it's, oh my gosh, it's like, you know, voguing and oh, the great. houses of blah, 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 and yes. it's like category, sex, oh, you know, it's like so fun and it's sexy and it's awesome. like exciting. And well, I, was I like, love me some Beyonce. Oh, that's why I was saying like Vanya giving me this first yes. little taste of Renaissance is my rom because I don't know so how excited. I did not. Yeah. Immediately listen to this. And the, the funny thing is, is the first time I listened all the way through, it was crazy because it just doesn't feel like there's a stop in between right. song. It's like Break My Soul is one of the only like standalone seemingly. Mm-hmm. But now that I've listened again and again and again, I'm right. like, oh my God, I love Cuff It. Cuff It's one of the songs. Cuff It. Cozy is a great song. All right. The Alien Superstar is an amazing song. So there's so many good ones. I can't wait for you to go yes. down the, that rabbit hole. Um, and my crime is actually, let me think. My crime is that I really, really hated the movie I'm sharing with you today. <laughs> and it, it was, I had never seen it before. Right. I was and, actually and really way, excited to. Yeah, in a weird way, it was my fault because I found a story I wanted to do. And I've also never seen the movie that she's doing, but yeah. thought there was one aspect of the crime story that it made me laugh out loud. Yep. To compare or like to put this movie with this crime, but I, I guess apparently I'm committed a crime against Vanya for making her watch. No, this movie. it's okay. Actually, it took me on a wonderful journey. After watching, I was like, "Ooh, could I do another one?" And then I was like looking up like rom coms with with dogs. Like, there's a there's a couple. There are, and there's like a live action Lady and the Tramp. Ooh, I know. I was like, I could do that because yeah. I know that one like pretty much because I've seen it when I was a little when I was a little lad. I saw it yeah, a lot. A little lad. But um, so yeah, so I didn't enjoy it. But it had like Cusack in it. Oh my gosh, great cast. Diane Lane. Yeah, Elizabeth I mean, Perkins and Christopher Plummer. Stockard Channing. I mean, my goodness. It's, it's like definitely. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. And I watched the trailer. It's a base. <laughs> it's it's based on a a book. So you can tell, I was telling Adam, I'm like, and you have to rent it on Prime or Apple TV, wherever you guys, if you really want to go through the, the hell that I just went through. I'm kidding. She's but it's saving a- all of you from the hell. <laughs> exactly, I am. But it basically is like a scene would happen and then they would have a scene to talk about the scene that just happened and I'm right, like, like, someone kill me now. Yeah, like we as an audience don't know what we just saw. We uh-huh. can talk it through. Okay. Exactly. And it was like phrases like the clock is ticking and she's past her expiration date are reasons this movie made me just cringe. Okay, so it's basically about a woman in her early 40s who's recently divorced and her overbearing fun Irish fa- American family thinks she won't be happy without a man and she kind of she just can't either and it's been eight months and so it's time to get on the horn and so Wait, her- she's in her early 40s and so sh- her clock is ticking yeah she's past her they don't really date. tell her what her tell also, us what her age is you guys remember like, what Diane Lane looked like when she was in her 40s super hot right? and sexy like, she's the, so beautiful what was that movie she was That's in she was like in Unfaithful, Unfaithful I think Under the Tuscan Sun Damn. yeah she's like stunning yeah she is stunning it's just it, that's another reason I'm just like oh fuck right off also rom com sometimes like, yeah I know I like, know let's change let's flip the script let's and change this is the why. narrative this yeah. is why because this is like back I'm I don't even 2005 remember. thank you it's yeah. 2005 and that's not that long ago but I'm like everyone we are still our, we have value because we're whatever age we are and yeah you there know, is no age where a woman should become invisible ugh, gross and it makes me so angry when you read that and then you even hear like real yeah. experiences of I women know. that are like when I turned this age it's like I stopped existing oh my god I don't even and like that that is just that should not be possible I know we're all people we don't just disappear because we're I know, or and I think that I mean age. I'm not saying that it's all on the pe- other people. It's it's about us too because like we we've been part of society. Power, yeah. Exactly. Like remember the Golden Girls? They weren't yes. invisible. Exactly. And that's how I plan on living my Me life. Me friggin' too. Yeah. I love that. So her sister writes an online profile for her saying she, you know, whoever wants her must love dogs and also puts her high school senior photo. So some of the creepy dudes that she sees right. are like, you're not 
17 or whatever. <laughs> Ew. There's a lot of weird shit like that. Um, let's see. Yeah, so she meets a bunch of comedically shitty guys, but in the end, she keeps coming back to this one guy who also loves dogs. And the funny thing about this movie is neither one of these people own a dog because their exes hated them. Anyways, so after dating other people and many missed opportunities and in true rom-com form in the finale, finale, she runs after him trying to get in a boat to meet him because he's boating on the water and she jumps in the water. Well, she jumps into a boat and then jumps into the water to find him and then they kiss and hug. I'm assuming he's in a a boat Oh, he's in a boat because he's a boat maker, interestingly enough. enough, James is one of his cousins is a boat maker. No way. It's like a pretty cool job. I mean, it looks amazing. The guy's like an artist in this is John Cusack. He's very well-versed and he loves Doc. Dr. Shivago. But anyways, then they kiss, they hug, they love. And great, right? We're so happy. Woohoo, rom-com ending. Um, but now guess what? She doesn't have to go be embarrassed when she's going to the grocery store and asking for a single chicken breast because they're a couple. She can get a whole goddamn chicken. And also they have a dog. And and it's so great. One little happy family. Barf. <laughs> but but Avrin. What? What I want to talk about instead. So I oh. watched a show. Um, I watched a movie last night. A film, if you will. A film. So... On Hulu, did you ever watch the Predator series, like the Predator movies? I, I, I didn't, but I mean, I'm familiar I with I did them, not either. I, I didn't. So there's a new... Kindergarten Cop was like my jam. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. Yes, because the famous line of, get to the chopper, yeah. is from the Predator movie. Didn't know that. I didn't know that Knew either. the line really well, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But okay, so there's a movie, it's called Prey. Okay. And it's the newest installment in the Predator franchise. All right. On Hulu. So if you have Hulu, it's free. Um, and it's not a drum, it's not a rom-com or a rom-drum, but it has my heart. Oh, fun. I love it. I love it. Okay, so Prey follows the story of Naru, a young Comanche woman who has been training herself as a healer for her tribe. By the way, this is set back in 1718. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's just a fun other yeah. fact. Ooh, ooh, and the other thing that I forgot that I wanted to make sure to say is the soundtrack is crazy amazing. That's Yeah, okay. I did not write I that like- down. I didn't write that in my notes, but I was like, oh my God, the soundtrack is, the music is so beautiful. I feel like your husband James would love it. You would love it too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to watch it But it him. has this, I don't know, it makes you feel. It makes you feel the things? Yeah, it's just like a feelings. delicious movie in that way. Okay, right. but it's also, I should also say it's extremely violent. Yes. yes. Well, it's called Predator or Prey. That's right. It's called Prey. Oh, all right. So anyway, so she dreams of, but, but so she's becoming a healer, but she dreams of, of becoming a hunter like her brother. Even though her brother's dick friends are like, you can't do it. But guess what? She's a freaking badass That's at right. it. So one day as she's tracking deer with her adorable dog, Sari, who, by the way, looks just like Peanut, my dog. Aww. And this may be another reason why I like this film. But like, seriously, the dog looks exactly like Peanut. It's yep. crazy. That's I have so to- much fun, though. Because like every once in a while, mostly it's commercials where I'll see dogs that look just like my dog. Yeah. Because he's a little Australian yes. shepherd. And I feel like they... They put Australian Shepherds in lots of like dog food commercials because totally. they're just real smart dogs. And so they're, they're probably so easy cute. to work with on set, except my dog would not be. He's an a-hole. <laughs> he's cute. He'd look good, but he would not be cool opportunity. I tried to do a side-by-side photo because there's a really cool photo with Naru and her dog, Sari. And I was like, ooh, let's recreate it with my dog and Calvin. <laughs> or Calvin, that's my son's name. Peanut was not having it. He not, was. Not I could not get him to do the <laughs> whole thing. It's Hey, fine. before you keep going, though, like yeah. the dog... Survives the film, yes, because oh my god, not watching it, Avern. If I, yes, yes, okay. he does. I, okay, so I'm gonna try not to do too many spoilers, but this is a spoil that I think is important to yep, give you. Yep, the yep, dog yep. makes it because I would blow yeah. the TV up if the dog yeah. didn't I make it. I literally cannot watch a movie that centers around a dog human relationship without googling 
to make sure the dog survives so because I want to have fun when I watch yes. a movie and every time I've accidentally watched a movie where a dog dies and it's devastating for the person in the movie yeah. it's it's even more devastating yeah. for me somehow exactly. I cry like like my like, I don't know. Like, I agree. Like someone in my family has died. I don't like it. I, I agree. That is the spoil we need. Yeah. That's, that's spoiler a spoiler we need. Alert. Yeah. Like surprise, the dog makes it. Yep. Woohoo. Yep, yep, I'll yep. watch the movie. So, okay, great. So she's tracking this deer with her beautiful dog <laughs> and um, she witnesses the arrival of a thunderbird in the sky. So like, it, it's like, a ship, an alien ship. Crazy, right? Oh, right? And she takes that as an omen for her that she is ready to prove herself as a great hunter and lead a big hunt, which is okay. the kind of like, that's the thing you got to do to become a hunter. You got to lead the hunt. And um, in the end, so she fights the wilderness. It's crazy. Some really shitty, creepy colonizing a-holes. Another spoiler, which is good for me. No rape. So oh, that's great. fun. Love yep. that in a movie. And <laughs> she protects her tribe from an alien predator that has an invisibility cloak. Holy balls. Yeah. Back in 1710? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they come, they're from the space. I guess they're Who from knows? all time. But yeah, so this this predator, this alien predator is down on Earth to hunt humans for sport. Ooh. And again, since I don't want to spoil this movie for anyone, it's to me, I'm just going to say it is a love story of oneself. Because, you know. Yeah. And it's also a coming of age story where having faith in yourself and an awesome badass dog are the only way through. Woo! And then here's where I feel like a reviewer. This epic bloody adventure about a girl and her dog even brought a tear to my eye. Oh, I, I watch love it. dogs. Must love dogs. Must love dogs. So that's, Must love that's these it. dogs. That's great. I'm so sorry that the wrong No. You know what? I'm <laughs> glad. It's bad. But I'm glad that you found something just yeah. like coincidentally that was also a love story with a dog it's like at its core it was joyful it really was I'm gonna joyful. watch it I'll wait till James gets home because I think you're right that sounds like up his alley yes he I think he'll enjoy it yeah and um I was telling Avrin I have taken a pause from drinking imbibing and alcohol so I've been crocheting at night and so while I was watching this movie I didn't like I could easily go down go down right. I could easily <laughs> go down to my crocheting when it if felt it was uncomfortable or, or scary. Yeah. yeah. All right. Because that's, yeah. I definitely, I mean, there are certain things that it make was me fine, uncomfortable. Though. But violence is okay as long as there's no rape. Alien violence is yeah. usually okay. Like where I feel like this is a supernatural thing that doesn't, could never direct, well, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> could never directly <laughs> touch my actual oh life. Oh my God, yeah. Um, I usually don't get too freaked out by it. But uh, I will check that out. Hulu, you said, right? Hulu. Hulu, Hulu, So fun. Hulu. So fun. It's Such called, a fun, is it it's called, called Prey. Prey but yeah. it's like part of the Predator series. All right, awesome. Okay, so the reason why I steered Vanya towards the horrible rom-com Must Love Dogs <laughs> is I came across this article in the LA Times written by uh, Michael Finnegan that was called How Two LA COVID Swindlers Dodged the FBI and Joined the European Jet Set. Mm. Interesting. Intriguing. Ooh. Yeah. People escaping from the FBI and going to Europe and obviously fancy Europe, you know? Yeah. So I'm reading the article and I'm going to get into the details, obviously, when I tell the story, but what what made me want her to watch Must Love Dogs was that, so this couple, they're under house arrest. They cut their ankle monitors and flee, leaving behind three children. That's crazy. But they take their family dog with them. Oh my God. So I was like, they must love that dog <laughs> so much. Like their kids weren't like grown. Their kids were like 13, 15, and 16. Oh my God. What shitty people. I know. So now we're going to talk about them. So obviously the article I mentioned before by Michael Finnegan. Sorry, that was me. That's all right. That's that spin drift action. We like that. And another LA Times article written by Gregory Yee and Michael Finnegan. Okay. 
So this Michael Finnegan guy knows his shit. Yeah, he's he wrote on the both, ground, I guess. He wrote both the articles that I used as my uh, sources and all of the information that I got here. Okay. So Richard Avazayan, I hope that's not completely wrong, his wife, Marietta Terabellian, along with his brother, Artur, and his brother's wife, Tamara Dadian, started a family fraud ring during the 2020 lockdown. Dickheads. I know. I just remember, like... Can you the remember? lockdown. Jesus. Like the pandemic has been, it's like the new normal now, right? We yeah. just live with COVID. But it, that first initial thing where they're telling you, you can't leave your house. Oh my God. Except to get like food and supplies. It just, yeah, it felt like we were in like a predator movie. Um, <laughs> but basically this family of fraudsters, they created sham businesses to get the PPP loans from the federal government. And they created fake payrolls and forged tax returns to the applications. And then to open bank accounts for these fake businesses, they use the names of people whose identities they stole. So these Ayles. people suck. So this family filed 151 fraudulent applications for loans that were supposed to keep small businesses nationwide from collapsing during the initial right. lockdowns of the COVID-19 pandemic. And they were given over $18 million what? in relief funds. Now they spent this stolen money lavishly holy shit in june of 2020 so that's like still pretty early in the pandemic yeah. june what was march when it started i'm shocked that it got to them so quickly i know i was like i had a lot of unemployment issues in my time and yes. i was getting like 200 if you, a week seriously and if you guys remember avrin's like saga, saga jesus yeah but these people just got 18 million dollars i guess i should have pretended to own a company mm. instead of just work for one anyway <laughs> in june 2020 richard and marietta they used six hundred and forty thousand dollars in pandemic disaster loans to buy themselves a 3.25 million hillside house in Tarzana. Ooh. It was a Mediterranean style villa with panoramic views. But these were not the smartest criminals. So they were smart enough to come up with this idea, I guess, to make up companies. But they were kind of careless and lazy and they attached the same list of employee names for like the, all of the companies they created. So the, the FBI eventually got hip to this scheme, right? They're like, wow, it's interesting that the same, you know, however many people all work at the same companies and they work at 151 of them. I think that's probably a lie. Yeah. Oh, I so, feel like it's really refreshing, though, because I feel like w hearing that the FBI actually caught wind of something or like figured right. something out. Yeah. That not they were to like, be a dick, but it's like, like, I just want it to work. I want I the know. government FBI, to work. We're counting on you to come through in our current scenario, just like you did right here. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you keep good. looking that's until good. you find it. All right. So. So the FBI gets hip to their scheme and both couples are arrested. They are uh, charged with fraud, identity theft, and money laundering. Now, while awaiting trial, federal agents, like in full combat gear, they raided that, remember that Tarzana mansion that yeah. they bought? They raided that estate in November of 2020. And Marietta, who she, they're out on bail, right? They're awaiting trial. They've been arrested, but they're at home. She runs out the back of the house when the FBI runs in the front and she hurls a grocery bag like as far as she can into a bunch of bushes. But she does this in full view of all the FBI agents. So they're like, OK, ma'am. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll just go retrieve that for you. And when they find the bag, they dump the contents out onto the lawn. And it is four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash. Right. And that's just like a small little amount from their 18 million. Crazy. So a jury decided once they went to trial that the government could confiscate the house, the cash, the gold coins they bought, the diamond earrings and wristwatches and other property, because I guess they actually bought three houses um, with the pandemic business loans that were supposed to save jobs. Um, 
And they also uh, said that they could confiscate a $35,000 Rolex that Richard had bought himself while on holiday in the Turks and Caicos Islands. So they also went on lavish vacations. The couple, Richard and Marietta, were convicted in June of 2021 and were placed under house arrest to await sentencing. But they had other plans. It's like a year ago. Yeah, for sure. In August of 2021, so one year ago, pretty much from now, the couple cut off their ankle monitors and fled, taking the family dog, but leaving behind <laughs> their three children. But wait, how, how do they, like, I don't get it. Like, how do they cut an ankle monitor? Like, I thought that wasn't, a, I think you weren't able to do that. I think you're... I think it's meant to be difficult to do, but more importantly, if you do it, it's like it immediately alerts them. Right. But I think you can YouTube that shit. Oh, wow. Just like you can anything. Oh, wow. I don't know. Maybe they put it on their kids since they really <laughs> clearly think high. And they're oh like, here, you, we're going to swap this. You put this on. Um, <laughs> in his goodbye note to his children, uh, Richard claimed he and their mom had no choice. While I am writing this, our tears are dripping on our breakfast table, he wrote. He promised that the family would someday reunite. Without saying too much, we both love you more than anything in the world. And the the grandparents, obviously, like the kids weren't just left in the mansion by themselves. I see. Like, they're being looked after. They're 13, 15, and 16. So, you know, they needed supervision and they got it. Crazy. So this couple, Richard and Marietta, hopped on a private jet. They had forged uh, Mexican passports with photos expertly embedded. And this would clear the couple's way into Montenegro. Montenegro is between Albania and Croatia. So Thank it's like Mediterranean coast. It's very it. beautiful. And uh, according to this article that I read, it's being described as like, it's going to be the next Monte Carlo. Oh. It's like the richest, the rich people's like new place to go and, you know, dock their yachts or whatever. Oh. So uh, they also, so they make their way into Montenegro where Richard and Marietta, Marietta sorry, adopt new fancy names. So I love this because you can just tell they really thought about this. Oh, my God. Which I feel like if I was going to go on the run and change my name, I would think really hard about yeah. what I wanted my name to be. Oh, 100%. So I appreciate it. So Richard became Roberto Nico de Leon. Ooh. I was like, get it. Yeah. And Marietta became Natalia um, Rose Perez Garcia. But okay. I love it because it's like, I don't know. It's just so many names, yeah. too. I'm like, you guys both needed four names. All right. <laughs> so where they stashed most of their stolen money still remains a mystery. So like obviously Wait, property seriously yeah remains a mystery but it's very clear that they had plenty left even after their arrest to live a lavish lifestyle on the Mediterranean coast as uh, Mexican expats in beautiful Montenegro so they couldn't find all of the cash they stole right they could only confiscate like the properties the physical things and then they obviously were probably took that four hundred fifty thousand mm, dollars in cash mm -hmm, they found but mm -hmm. that wasn't all of it because that's how much money these people took it's crazy okay within days of their september 3rd arrival in montenegro richard and marietta or roberto and natalia um <laughs> rent an apartment in porto montenegro which is tivat's most exclusive neighborhood Ew. yes now of more than a dozen people interviewed like sit like just locals in tivat about their encounters with the couple no no one was willing to be quoted by name because they all said it would be bad for business to be associated with american crooks on the lam <laughs> and also i guess they're used to catering to like rich people and how important privacy is so they were sure. not super forthcoming which is probably also why these people picked a place like this yeah. uh richard and marietta made themselves at home they had a range rover and a bmw shipped from los angeles both cars had california license plates Using his daily own alias, Richard opened an account at Banca Hippotercarna and got a temporary Montenegro residency permit. 
And after a couple of months, Richard and Marietta rented a second residence on the outskirts of Tavat, a waterfront villa with a swimming pool and panoramic views of the bay. I mean, amazing, but why? I mean... They kept the apartment in Porto Montenegro, and at some point they also rented another property. Why they needed three places is unknown to police. Um, Neighbors do recall seeing the Range Rover and the black dog at the family (laughs) pet, too, at both the villa and the apartment complex. Now, not much was known about the couple and their dog, but Marietta did acquire a reputation as a generous tipper. One merchant recalled joking with their co-worker that tips that big rarely come from people whose money was hard-earned. Ooh, just like... um What's her name? The Delvey. Swim- yeah, Anna, Anna Delvey. Delvey. You she know, used I love a good con artist story. God, it's true, right? It's just fascinating how people can think they can just steal stuff yeah. and get away with it or lie their way out of things. It's it's crazy. So back in LA, crazy FBI agents are like, God damn it! <laughs> you know, we like caught them in the scam. They've been convicted. And they got away. We have to figure out where they've gone. Now, one of their leading suspicions was Armenia because that's where Richard was born Uh. and spent his early boyhood. But that's 1,800 miles away from where they actually were. So the FBI eventually seeks help from Interpol, which is the global law enforcement network, and offered a $20,000 reward for tips on their location. The agency raided the Encino house where Richard's mother was living uh, because the couple had been there, like, seen there before they left the U.S. and went on the lam. But their Mexican passports were keeping them invisible to the U.S. government because they were looking for Americans and they had Mexican passports. So a few weeks later, Richard's sister-in-law and chief lieutenant in the fraud ring, her name is Tamara Dadian, she was up for her sentencing now, right? So this, she was a real estate agent and apparently she had been like openly combative during her trial, like thinking it's just bullshit that she was there being combative towards the judge. She, uh, she, Pled guilty to three felonies, and she implicated both her husband, Artur, and his brother, Richard, plus Richard's wife, Marietta. Now, in Tamara's home office, the FBI had found tons of evidence suggesting that she, too, could easily flee the country. She had fake identification documents, credit cards for phony businesses, counterfeit and stolen notary stamps, and court seals. So when the judge sentenced her to more than 10 years in prison, a prosecutor basically told him, that Richard and Marietta might offer her refuge in a foreign country, like she might flee and join them, and she clearly has all of the stuff that she would need. He said that there was a high, high likelihood that she would take off, but the judge had faith in Tamara, he said, and he let her remain free until basically the day she was supposed to go to prison. She was supposed to report to prison. I didn't know this was a thing. I guess if it's not violent crime, oh. there's like different rules. So they're like, you will report to prison, this is what they say to Tamara, at noon on January 28th. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, Dadian blew the deadline at four minutes afternoon on the day she was supposed to turn herself in. She called her probation officer and promised that she was on her way. Then she ditched her phone. and She ran for it. And just like Richard and Marietta, she quickly sneaked off to Europe. Um, it's still unclear to now even how any of them did this, how they managed to. They must have just been planning it, right? Like they had right. everything they already needed. But I mean, they were being raided all the time. I don't know. It's unclear how they did it. Um, she also abandoned two teenage daughters. She traveled with a forged British passport. She took on a new name as fanciful as those of her in-laws. She became Isabella Angela Adamos. Oh, my gosh. And on February 9th, she showed up at the airport in Vienna and boarded an Austrian, um, Austrian, sorry, airline flight bound for Podgorica, which is the capital of Montenegro. So the uh, the prosecutor was right. He was like, 
she is going to flee. She's going to run to wherever Richard Marietta was. And the judge was like, no, I believe she will turn herself in. And that judge was just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that judge, I don't know. She, she was also openly combative toward him. So I thought it was strange that he was like, no, it's, it's fine. Can you believe having, can you imagine having the balls to I just don't. be like, yeah, bye bitches. Yeah. And also just like being hostile in court when you're on trial just doesn't seem like a good idea. If you want, you know, people to side with you. Maybe be friendly. Maybe be nice seeming. Okay. So as I mentioned earlier, Richard wasn't the smartest of criminals. You know, they got caught because they used the same employee list for all 151 applications or something. So not surprisingly, after about six months on the run, he fucked up. Okay. Yeah, he fucked up. Um, and as Tamara was actually making her way to Europe, he inadvertently tipped off the FBI to his whereabouts. <laughs> So Justin Palmerton, who was the FBI agent in charge of both the fraud case and the fugitive hunt, so he was invested, he learned that someone in Montenegro had tried to log in to one of the bank accounts Richard had set up for a bogus company. So like one of his old bank accounts from his fake companies of pandemic money, he tried to log into that bank account. So then Palmerton reached out to the Montenegro police and could they please find whoever was using that internet address? Like find that, where is that IP address coming from? So Bolshevik's fugitive squad opened an investigation. I'm assuming that's either the name of the police or the police chief in Montenegro. Um, they determined that the bank login attempt came from a home where De Leon and Perez Garcia were living, according to the FBI. So police checked records on De Leon and Perez Garcia and saw that they had arrived in Tavat on a chartered flight from Lisbon. Uh, Bolshevik said during an hour-long interview that we believe the dog was on the plane with them as well because they arrived <laughs> with it. He provided a surveillance photo of Richard walking the dog just down the street. Um, they traded photos, basically, of all the surveillance they took of these two with the FBI to be like, this is De Leon and Perez Garcia. And they're like, yep, that's Richard and Marietta. That is that is not Roberto and Natalia. Um, I don't know why I say it like it's Italian. It's <laughs> supposed to be like either Mexican or maybe like a little Greek or Mediterranean mm. or something. Okay. On February 22nd. It was finally time to arrest them. So police arrived at the villa and they demanded to see Richard's residency papers. Uh, he told them, oh, I'll be right there. And then while the cops wait out front, he ran out the back door of the villa. So these people just like are not afraid to make a run for yeah. it and hope they can get away. So he bolts out the back of the villa while the cops are waiting out front. And um, police then raced to Porto Montenegro, which is where they had that apartment. Right. And no one was home at either of the apartments that they had purchased or rented or purchased. But outside, police spot a man walking that beautiful black dog. And they stopped him. But he turned out to be a startled Montenegrin merchant who had been hired as a dog walker oh. by the couple. So they stopped the dog walker. And he's like, I'm just the dog walker. I'm just the dog walker. <laughs> police then learned that Natalia, or Marietta, was in a nearby hair salon. When they arrived, the stylist tried to block the officers from coming inside, probably because she tipped so good. Mm. They were like, no, don't take her away. Yeah. <laughs> um, Natalia, sure. who was getting hair extensions, is said to have asked someone to take the keys to her Range Rover and move it so that the police wouldn't see her vehicle. But eventually police broke the stylist's blockade. I just love this image of like all these hairstylists being like, you can't come in here. Yeah. We're doing extensions right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, sorry, ma'am. We're going to need to come in and arrest Natalia. She was um, carrying not just the Mexican passport, but a British passport under another false identity. Police took her fingerprints and they were a match for Marietta. Mm -hmm. Interpol, meanwhile, told Bolshevik's team that Richard might also be carrying a British passport. So he might not just have the Mexican passport 
because his wife had a British passport. So within hours, police found out that he had used this British passport to check into a hotel in Budva, which is about a half hour down the coast from Tavat. Now, staff at the Hotel Budva told police that Richard had left his his room with a female companion. And when the two returned to their room around 2 a.m., police arrested them and the man's fingerprints matched Richard's. Which, by the way, this means that he went out and partied. They went to the club. They went to the club. Yeah, they went to the club. So police have no idea who this woman might be who's with him. But after seeing her photo and articles about the fraud case online and checking with the FBI... Basically, the Montenegro police are like, oh, we got the other one, too, you were looking for, because it was Tamara, who he had been at the club with, his sister-in-law. So all three were prosecuted in Montenegro for using forged documents to enter their country illegally. The Justice Ministry is weighing a U.S. request for their extradition. Richard has requested political asylum, but it's not looking so good for him. Yeah, why? Why would he look... uh, I mean, no. Mm Mm-mm. So he and Marietta bought themselves nearly six months of the good life in Tavat. But since their arrest, they've spent almost that same amount of time in um, Spuz, Spuz, S-P-U-Z, which is Montenegro's largest prison. Family members did come to visit them at Spuz. I like to call it Spuz. Spuz. Because I feel like that just sounds like a great prison name. And they <laughs> took the family's beautiful black dog home to California. Oh, well, that's and that's a happy story for me, because at least the dog is okay. The dog's fine. The dog was actually clearly being very well looked after. Like when they were out getting hair extensions, they hired someone else to walk the dog so he wouldn't have to wait. Imagine I cannot. But I just I love that it ended with like and they brought the dog back to California to be reunited with his other family. Those three kids that got left behind. That is Um, amazing. And so I read I just remember reading that story and being like, wow, the balls on people. But also just being so tickled at the thought that they would, I don't know, I'm not a parent, so maybe this makes me sound like such an asshole. But just the, the idea that you would abandon your children. I mean, it's bizarre. But you would bring your family pet with you. So yeah. I like want to talk to them about the relationship they have with this dog. Like, whose dog was it? How long had you had him or her? Like, yeah. Because it's not like having a pet with you makes traveling no, easier. No, absolutely. If not harder. You know, and also like you're more conspicuous because you're people with an animal. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of amazing that they had the dog with them. This is going to make yeah. like a great, you know, TV movie yeah. or whatever because I'm like, I'm so interested like just to get in their heads. They must be like, because there was more than one of them. You know, usually yeah. it's like one crazy person who's like, I'm above the law. I can do anything. No, it was like a whole family. A whole like family. they had like a plan. You know, like COVID happened and obviously people who have nefarious intentions or just like no morals or whatever. A lot of people saw opportunity in COVID and did horrible things. Not just money, like stealing money, money, but like selling fake vaccines. Oh, those uh, fake. uh, Was it vaccination cards so that people wouldn't have to actually get vaccinated, but could say they were. I'm like, that's garbage people. This is a global pandemic. I know. But obviously where there is strife and trouble, there will always be some a-hole human trying to profit off of it. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Well, okay, so I was like, because we were talking about just like crimes that spark spark interest from dogs. And this is like a, I had an idea because I was like, oh, I wanted to, to think about some crime and like add to your list or whatever. Yeah. Anywho, so I was looking at, I was like, The Son of Sam, which is a huge story. It's a big serial killer. It's a big serial killer, and I can't really, like, encompass it all, but when you talk about, like, profiting, there's a law, hold on, it is called, hold on, where'd it go? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so there's a law called the Son of Sam laws, Son of Sam laws that take 
proceeds a criminal earns from selling their story and gives their their victims compensation. So the oh. so the victims get a compensation fund. This happens okay. in New York. Isn't that interesting? That's so that is interesting, but I'm so glad that law exists because I feel like was it when we were doing the Skyler the Skylar D story where they basically took the those murderous, horrible girls' families to court just so that in the event that they attempted to profit off of their crime, that any penny they ever get will get back will go back to Skylar's family. It's, it's but they have to actually sue them. So I love so that in, in New, New York, York State. That's yeah. automatic. And and just to give a quick overview of Son of Sam, it's it was this crazy dude mm-hmm. who his name was David Berkowitz or something like this. Yeah, David Berkowitz it, right? is correct. And he he went on a murderous spree. Basically, he was schizophrenic. But the big thing about him was he thought there were demons in dogs telling him to go murder people. Oh, wow. And it, it caused panic. It was in the 70s. Oh, it was huge panic, right? It was um, He was targeting like a specific type, Well, right? he said, yes, they, he was targeting, couples. well, first it was brunettes okay. with long hair. And so... Everyone was cutting their hair and dying And dying blonde, blonde. Yeah. yes. And then it was couples in cars or yeah. people. Like that was the last few people that got murdered were people in a park getting, you know... Right. He would shoot them, so yeah. it's not like he he didn't torture them or anything. But it's right. like but pretty he was messed just like up. basically killing people at random. Yeah. it seemed and and New York was definitely in a panic. Exactly, and so because he had his like mental illness, they weren't sure if he was like mentally fit to stand trial. Um, so, but they he withdrew an insanity defense and pleaded guilty to six murders, and then he so but he loved the media attention, and that's why he was like you know. Trying to sell his story, his well, exclusive story. Well, he wrote notes story, to the police, right? didn't he? Yeah, that's how he named himself. Like he said, he did. I am Once the son they came of to Sam. Him. Yeah. yeah, so because the okay, so the dog was the so the dog was not the dog was called Henry. This okay. is so it's wild. and I'm sure I you guys have all. We, I remember we should probably that. go we into did. this one big big time. But truthfully, I was like, oh, a dog. So the dog was Henry, but the owner was Sam, mm-hmm. and so this guy David thought that that Sam was um, a demon and he was like the lead demon. So he was the thought son of himself of him. as, yeah, the son. And then there's one more interesting fact. So he, um, Berkowitz, uh, yeah, given 66, 25 years to life sentences for the crime, which is the maximum penalty allowed at the time. And he has since been denied parole and he's currently being held at Shawangunk Correctional <laughs> Facility in upstate New York. And it said, he said in 1987, Berkowitz became a born-again Christian, called himself the Son of Hope. Oh, jeez. And he, wrote, he did write an apology and continues to express remorse for the shooting. Okay, well, still don't let him out. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Can you imagine? They're like, Son of Sam was let out of prison on parole today. Yeah. <laughs> New name. I mean, just like the Son panic. of Hope. The Son of Hope, he now likes, did like to be called. Um, I'm sure he's like heavily medicated in prison as well. Yeah, but I mean, you never know. You, you don't know. And it's not that people can't cannot show like actually be remorseful and find you know something different over time in a place like prison i'm sure that does happen but i still say like you need to serve out your sentences i never realized that the son of sam could be up for parole isn't that wild but so i think i like your story better because we must love dogs we We must must not think that dogs are demons right right but i love that you actually (laughs) like did the research to be like what crime would I tie? I know. The well, the sad thing. Well, the sad thing is, is when you put anything with a dog in crime, it yeah. just shows cruelty towards yeah, animals. And I, I was like, "What the hell is?" I, I was talking to Adam. I was like, "Why? Why do people hurt animals? People? I don't understand." They're innocent. Exactly. They're people innocent. Who hurt animals? Bad. Oh, they should also be in prison and not <sighs> given parole. Bad. Agreed. Because there's like 
that's just a purely innocent creature. I know. I saw a something going on like through the social media. I don't know what it was, social media, but it was a guy being arrested in Las Vegas because he had put his husky puppy in the car and taped the mouth shut while he was gambling. And and it showed him getting the do- the police officers were roughed like him up. roughed him up not really but they were like you son of a yeah. bitch you know and I was I would like have a hard time not punching him in the oh face oh my god exactly that and the dog's okay oh good so again I would never tell a story where right thank you I was heard like, a dog but I couldn't me. believe that this heat out here especially in Vegas is you way... can kill a dog just by leaving it in the yeah, car even with the windows cracked a yeah. little I saw I saw another thing going through social media <laughs> was because I don't know if you know but some of the Teslas can like stay in there's even a dog mode where it's like stays cool inside what? the tesla so <laughs> it's a picture well now i the, have to get a tesla I know. If oh, I could you'd leave love it. my dog yeah. in my car yeah but in dog mode so even if it was off the air conditioning oh was yeah on. it's usually just the te- the electricity yeah. is on so but this guy or girl whoever had the car had that you could see the dog sitting in the inside the car with you know just in the parking lot and there's a sign that says please do not smash my window my uh the air conditioning yeah. is on for me and i'm also watching like Housewives of New York or something like that because you can also That's watch Netflix. True, because on. I would if I ever saw a dog in a car, oh yeah, in a parking lot, oh, with all the windows up, hundred percent. But if the police didn't take it seriously and respond, yeah. I might consider busting. So you need out. to get a sign, Avrin. Yeah, so that's probably why they were like, yeah. "Someone's gonna bust out and think, try to think yeah. they're rescuing my dog." Yeah, I would. I mean, I would. I would. Same with like if I saw a baby in a back seat, I it's would call so the tough. cops, but I wouldn't wait. I'd be like, "Oh, we don't know how long it's been." Oh in my there, god! You know? Oh my god! I know. So but a yeah, sign is smart. Like, please don't smash my window. The I, air conditioning is on, try- and I'm watching Housewives. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I'm living my best life exactly. in my Tesla. Exactly. Which now I'm like, what did I learn? I need to get a Tesla. Yeah, I, they're pretty cool. Anyways, good lord. Yeah. Oh, so you guys, this was a fun. Yeah. I love this so I much. I love a con artist yes. story. I feel like we really went that direction a while back when we were doing like Anna Delvey. Yeah. And more, you know, like mastermind mm. or people who think they're masterminds mm-hmm. of you know schemes and stuff like that. Because they always get caught, man. I mean, the biggest question remains for me is where the hell is the rest of that money? I know they have to like. They have to find out, right? Or right. and like, how do you figure out? I think you could probably establish exactly, exactly like to the penny what was given from the government. Of course, yes. And so you can tally up like what they paid for the homes, the cars, the jewelry, the trips, the vacations, the cash they found in the in the bag thrown in the bushes. But yeah, like, how can you make them tell you where they've hidden mm-hmm. that money? Maybe you give them like a little bit of incentive, like we won't throw you away for. 17 years, right. which is what happened after they left. Their sentences were initially six years for Marietta and seven years for Richard. Yeah. But they were sentenced in absentia because they fled. And Richard's, uh, for some reason, Marietta's didn't change. Hers maybe went to seven, but Richard's got pushed up to 17. Wow. But they're in Montenegro. At the moment, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll definitely keep, yeah, keep checking this keep because if they, when I, I can't imagine them not being extradited to the U.S. Because, yeah. Even though they committed crimes in Montenegro by coming in illegally with fake passports and shit. Like, that's not the same as what they did here. Exactly. Wow. Good stuff, guys. Good story. And then they should also be charged with, like, child abandonment. That is wild. I mean, I guess if you have your grandparents watching the kids, yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, but I just still. think it's like... I understand not wanting to take your kids on the run. That's dangerous. But, like, yeah. you took the dog. <laughs> no! That must, they must have felt real, like... We don't even have our wonderful family pet to give us comfort because exactly. you took him. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for watching a horrible movie so that I could tell that story. Absolutely. No, it was great. I actually really 
John Cusack is a delight, and so is D- Diane Lane. All yeah. actually, all the actors were. So I was like, I watched it in two bits, and right. I think I got some like good stuff from it. But I would say you probably don't need to waste your four dollars yeah, on the yeah. rental. I'm, I, that's why I didn't watch it. I was like, oh, I have yeah. to pay for it. What yeah. if it's not good? Yeah, yeah. So I watched will. the trailer, and I got a lot of information. I'm from sure that you trailer. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Aram Criminals. We love you guys so much. Um, Absolutely. So we have a Patreon. And just so you know, you know, we do pay for it to make our podcast. And we have an awesome network that helps us connect it. Thank you, guys. Um, but if you decide, hey, I'd love to give you a couple bucks a month or whatever, we have a Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash romcrime. So feel free to join us there. Yes, and please do. We would love that. Yeah. And then also something fun that we thought of is we know that people have um, – you know, movies they want Vanya to cover or crime stories that they want me to cover. Yes. And so what we'd love you to do, if you haven't yet given us a review on whatever platform you would do that, mm-hmm. so Apple, Spotify, whatever it is, if you could uh, give us a five-star review maybe or you know, whatever you. you're feeling and then in the actual like written out part, you could give your suggestion for an episode, yep. a film or a crime, either one or both. And we'll call out your name. But yeah, only five-star reviews get we'll listen to. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Love you, we so, love much. you so much. Stay cool. And we will see you next, next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>